Hey girls, Maria Menounos here, author of The Every Girl's Guide to Life. Want to know my best tips and secrets for organization, travel, weight loss, beauty, fashion, and everything else in between? Go to bing.com slash Maria and pick up my new book, The Every Girl's Guide to Life. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. On the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for the series premiere of Wilfred. Tonight's host is Greg Goodness. Joining Greg will be AfterBuzz co-hosts Jack Waz, John Barrett, and Siobhan Hughes. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Wilfred news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues. Greg Goodness. Hey, everyone. Welcome well, to the well, show. Well, hello, hello, hello. Uh, Greg and John aren't actually here tonight. This is Jack and Siobhan. Say hello. Hello. Our beautiful, lovely co-host, oh, Siobhan in the studio. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Greg and John are being lame. Uh, John, unfortunately, <laughs> is back home visiting his parents like a douche. And Greg is working. So it is me, Siobhan, and the fantastic Phil Svitek. Yes, I'm replacing, uh, I'm replacing the two of them. Two of them equals one of me. It's true. <laughs> Phil, <laughs> Phil, you're twice the man I could ever hope to be. Yes, but the exciting thing is um, we have Catherine Tulick, who you guys have may heard on our Glee podcast. And uh, she is an L.A. Times uh, reporter. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I believe we have her on the line. Catherine, are you here? I am. How are you? How are you? What would you? Are you a reporter? I mean, you 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 know write articles for the L.A. Times, yes? Yes, I do. Yes. But yes. are you are you a full time reporter or just a contributor? How does that? work? I'm a contributor. I write for a few different publications, but uh, L.A. Times is one of my uh, main outlets. Yes. Excellent. What other uh, what other publications do you work for? Oh, the Washington Post, Entertainment Weekly. I also work for Australian media as well, being an Aussie. (laughs) Wow. You are a lot more accomplished than I am. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I thought I did well for working on a network TV show as basically a slave for a year, but you, you take the cake. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Well, yes, and the reason why we have Catherine with us is because... um, she actually just wrote an article about Wilfred. And uh, now let me ask you this. First question right off the bat. Did they have you write it because you are Australian and the show was originated from there? No, I put my hand up about three months ago for this story because I said, this is an Aussie show. I know the show. I really want to do the story. So I figured having the background of being an Aussie and knowing the Aussie version of it so well that I figured they couldn't pick anyone better to do it. Um, so, uh, hi, this is Siobhan. Um, hi. Hi. Um, so how do you feel uh, the American version com- compares to the Australian? Are you familiar with the Australian one at all? I don't know if you've had a chance um, to see I, it. Uh, I, was, I was say, we read your article a little bit. Um, so about uh, the Australian version. It started off as a short film, right? 
Yeah, basically, this this whole Wilfred thing almost started as a, as a joke in a way. Back in like 2001, I think the story goes back to, and Jason Gann was actually with his friend Adam Zwar. There are a couple of actors in Australia, um, you know, playing in theatre, kind of struggling actors. And Adam Zwar, which is the Elijah Wood character now, uh, he basically told Jason about this very funny story of dating a girl and coming back. And the way Jason put it, he said, basically, you know, the dog was on the chair and saying, you know, what are you going to do with my missus? You know, kind of giving Adam the third degree, like just looking at him like... So he just sort of started telling him this story. So Jason just started play acting and pretending (laughs) he was this dog. And, you know, like smoking and asking him questions, like what band did you go and see? And so then they thought, hey, mate, this could make a good short film. And there's this incredible short film festival every year called Tropfest in Sydney. And they entered Tropfest in 2002 with a seven-minute film uh, called Wilfred. And basically it won the Audience Award, it won a bunch of awards. And then that went to Sundance in 2003 and it got really popular there. And then they started working on doing a TV show, which didn't get up till uh, 2007. So basically they filmed the first series of Wilfred. In, uh, it was on air in 2007. And then the last season, I think it was on 2010, they only did two seasons actually in Australia. Yeah, how, long but basically, the, uh, how long does the Aussie season run? I know, uh, I know the British and Canadian versions are usually shorter than American. Is it what, like 10 well, episodes? Well, only like eight, eight seasons. Eight, yeah. I think eight episodes each okay. season. So I think they only did about 16 all up. So it was very low budget. But, you know, it was quite, quite different in a way because I mean, obviously the Jason Gamma dog character is the same, but completely different premise because uh, it was really about a, guy, a boyfriend and his girlfriend and an annoying dog that was living in the house. Yeah, and this and so is it was much, much lighter, much, much, quite a different tone to what they've done now with this with this series in America. No, absolutely. It seems like uh, seems like there's a lot more room to grow creatively in Australia. I mean, there's this uh, Summer Heights High came out of Australia. They both seem like something that the creators just ran with and were able to get on the air. It seems like that's a much better place to be than Los Angeles. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, got, you know, we, we don't have the censorship laws as well. I mean, you know, a lot of the Australian press are going, well, this Wilfred's going to be really toned down, even though, you know, it's, it is on basic cable, uh, you know, in terms of language. There was also nudity in the original, the Australian version. So the Aussie press are going, oh, this is going to be a really toned down version. But, you know, I think they still pushed the limits a fair bit. As you probably know, the, um, it's the, David Zuckerman is the showrunner on this who basically did Family Guy. So, you know, I think they really got some good people behind this American version. And Jason Gann sort of said, well, unless they were going to do something different or something better than what the Australian one was, he wasn't going to get involved. So I think that's what kind of... Uh, you know, because people think about shows like Kath and Kim, which, you know, the, the American version. Was yeah, the, the American version was awful. <laughs> it was awful. flat out terrible. Like the performers, but not the show itself. Who was in the American remake? It was like Selma Blair and Molly Shannon, Yes, right? it was, yeah. Aren't they like oh, 10 years Richard. apart? They are. <laughs> and mother and daughter. Know, it's like, it's like in show. Mean Girls where uh, Amy Poehler played Rachel McAdams' mother despite being four years older than her. <laughs> Exactly. So, I mean, everyone sort of thinks, oh, my God, it's going to be as bad as Captain Kim. But I think the fact that Jason Gann was so involved with the creation of the American one, I think they really made sure that, you know, it was going to be good scripts, good writers, and keeping his character basically the same character as he was in the Australian show. No, exactly. I like think I've... it's made this better. 
No, F- FX is known for like their edgy gray comedies. I mean, they have this, they have Louie, they have uh, it's always it's always sunny. sunny. They have Archer, which is my favorite show on TV right uh-huh. now. Yeah, exactly. they've uh, now FX is really cleaning up right now. Yeah, so that's what I mean. I think this was the perfect home for Wilfred because I don't think you could really put this show on any other exactly. any other like, network. I think FX was the perfect yeah, this, place for this it. This is like the perfectly, you know, it's very dark. I mean, they open up with Elijah Wood's suicide or attempted suicide. <laughs> Attempt, yeah. Then he angrily masturbates in the shower and has to look up how to overdose on Wikipedia. I love that he goes straight to Wikipedia <laughs> yeah. for it. Like, there's got to be better places to find out how to kill yourself <laughs> than Wikipedia. Anyone can edit that. They'll tell you the wrong information. That's true. Exactly, yeah. And they've made this, uh, this one is more sort of a buddy comedy. I mean, it's more in the terms of, it goes from Elijah's point of view. The Australian one was often, Wilfred would be the only character you would see, or there was other actual animals even in it that were kind, well, actually you'd see other dogs dressed up as well. <laughs> so this is quite different because it's really from Elijah's point of view, and he's obviously going through some kind of mental breakdown, and every episode will be a theme of recovery. I mean, so... This one was Happiness Tonight. I think next week's going to be Trust or Fear. I can't remember, but each one has an actual theme. And Wilfred basically sort of teaches him a lesson in his crazy way. So that's sort of every episode, that's kind of what will happen. No, I love that. uh, Yeah, exactly as you're saying. Like, it's it's such a buddy comedy that... uh, I don't know. Like, I, I know I read about the Australian original. Sounds like, you know, it's a relationship comedy... But there might not have been enough room to grow. You know, the fact that Elijah Wood's so on his own and only has Wilfred, mm-hmm. that means you can actually, like, expand the cast, bring in all sorts of crazy characters, and just, like, make it such, like, a deep universe. Yes, exactly. And that's what they felt. They felt that this um, FX felt that, you know, by changing it around a little bit, this give, gave it much more a depth and a, something that they could continue because Australian, the Australian one was a lot more lighter and absurd and they felt that by giving this, this depth and Elijah Wood's character a lot more, having this mental problem that he's kind of resolving, uh, just gave it the depth that they could keep this show going for a lot longer than what the Australian show did. Exactly. I, li- I like a lot that they, uh, that they really went for the dark. I mean, it's not, it's not very American to go for the deep, dark comedy. This reminds me a lot of like British comedy, like the show, if anyone out there has seen it, Peep Show, which is one of the best TV shows on right now. It's brilliant, but it's so grim and dark and horrible. And you hate yeah. yourself and you hate the characters at the end of every episode, but you will never laugh as hard as you do at that show. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I love with Wilfred too that they that you always are reminded that he is actually a dog. I mean, just even like in the episode tonight, like even before he sat down on the couch, he said, <laughs> yeah, he around. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> I love the little dog mannerisms there, you know, matched up with like the human mannerisms, like when he's peeing, standing up, yeah, you or know, pooing the shoe, just squats the over shoe. it. <laughs> no. I like, I like that they, uh, that he has enough dexterity to smoke a bong or smoke a joint, but he doesn't have enough dexterity to open a gate latch. Right. <laughs> exactly. And I want to know how come his owner never sees the bong. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Where does he get his weed? Does he steal it from her? <laughs> Exactly. There's well, so many inconsistencies. The we found out tonight. <laughs> exactly. Well, uh... Yeah. But I mean, you know, even just like, <clears throat> a few things that, or, that I also mentioned in the articles, there's things like there's four dog suits. You know, Jason was telling me that, you know, they have a, a, a suit for when he's just bathed. So it's kind of fluffy new <laughs> fur suit. And then there's one like with drabber and drabber. But, you know, originally it's kind of a copy of the one he originally got in Australia and basically went into, I think, um, he hired this costume and he wanted to keep it. I mean, and he wasn't, and they they wanted the costume back. So the way he the way he kept it is by telling them that he 
he actually lost it. So that's how he's got to keep the dog. So the just original dog on, in Australia. So just wore it on national TV yeah. every week. <laughs> A lot of actors do that. I lost this costume. Interesting. Well, um, and also, you were on set for three days, is that correct? Oh, no, 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 for one day. I was on one set day. for, um, uh, they've wrapped shooting now on, on the whole season, but um, I think they're still doing some editing. But basically, I was on set in May, and that was, um, the way they're shooting the show is not episode by episode. They're actually doing, like, different scenes sometimes from each show. But um, what no, I was a, watching That is the way the FX show, uh, shoots. I, uh, I have some people, yeah. I know some people on It's Always Sunny. It's they're able to pump out these shows so cheap because they shoot in That's blocks. Right. Like, they'll <laughs> shoot five or six scenes in a day, but they could be from every episode of the season. Exactly. That's that's how they do it. But I was down there. They're shooting in Venice in a street in Venice. And uh, basically, there's a little cottage that uh, doubles as Elijah's house. And the show I was watching was called Isolation, which I think is episode nine or ten. But they had the whole street as a block party, you know, with jumpers and, you know, and the food laid out and everything. And basically, Wilfred is um, encouraging uh, Elijah Wood's character, Ryan, to come and meet some of the neighbors. And so he's out there, and of course, everyone sees Wilfred as a friendly dog. They're all patting him and everything. And then he starts kind of making these, uh, Ryan makes these awkward attempts to start talking to some of the neighbors. But uh, of course, Wilfred's already told him things like gossip about different parts of the neighbors and what their, their <laughs> nicknames are and things. And of course, you know, Ryan just innocently starts saying these things to one of the elderly neighbors. And of course, just. It just absolutely throws them, throws oh, the neighbor, and he kind wait. of walks off in disgust. <laughs> we aren't really quite sure what um, Wilfred's intentions are or his motivations. Um, do you have any theories as to if he's a good guy or bad guy? Well, I think that's what they want to keep you guessing. You know, is he, what are his motivations? Is, is he really uh, there for... Um, well, I mean, there's all sorts of interpretations. Is this just a projection of Ryan's personality? Is it really, you know, really Ryan just basically acting out what he can't act out himself? Right. I mean, there's various theories about what Wilfred represents, but is he doing it for Wilfred's best interest? Is he doing it for Ryan's best interest? But I think the, the fact is, Ultimately, that it is a lesson of, um, for Ryan whether he has to go through um, uh, some bad moments. I think the the point of the show is that he's learning all the time, and that even whatever whatever trouble Wilfred gets him into, he'll learn something from it, right. whether it's good or bad. But yeah. Wilfred isn't going to help him get out of the trouble that he helps yeah. him get into. Yeah, exactly. Like I mean, if you saw the uh, there's a little thing at the end of this show where he basically leaves. His ID. Yeah, that comes up again. I think in uh, two shows from now, what what that kind of trouble that actually gets so, uh, him into. Ethan Suppley definitely comes back. I'm sorry. Ethan Suppley definitely comes back as the. Yes, uh, yes. Actually. Oh yes, yes. He actually has quite a significant bit. Yeah. So, um, but I mean, you know, the guest stars too coming up. You've got some amazing guest stars coming up. Chris Klein comes up, I think, in the next episode or the episode after, <laughs> just as a small cameo as uh, as the boyfriend of Wilfred's owner. And uh, he has like four episodes. But everyone's raving about Mary Steenburgen's part. She plays Ryan's mother, and she's basically kind of in a nut house. And uh, Ryan has to go out and visit her, and bring I think brings her back. And uh, I actually spoke to Mary as well for this, this story I did for the LA Times, and she said she just had the best time. It was hilarious. And uh, she has this kind of make-out scene with Wilfred because she thinks he's an affectionate <laughs> dog. And Wilfred's decided that it's his new mother because he's decided he really likes Ryan's mother. So, 
And then there's a little surprise at the end when she goes back to the home. Uh, she might manifest something herself, so we might actually realize that it might run in the family. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. a little, little tease for you. <laughs> it's great that uh, Mary Steenberg said she loved this so, uh, show so much. I mean, she's been on some great shows. She was on Curb for a while, I remember. Her. As uh, She's Ted Dance's wife in real life, right? Yeah, Ted Danson. Yeah, she yeah, said they're, she, they're they're amazing dog people. She said they've got three dogs because I was asking her, you know, and she said that they even act out their dogs like they have an Australian Shepherd, and the Australian Shepherd has an Australian accent, so they they act out their own dogs. So she said <laughs> she's so related to this show that they loved it. They, you know, so she couldn't wait to be part of it. Now, uh, Catherine, by the way, we have uh, Greg Goodness, who is was supposed to be hosting. He is here. Hello. <laughs> Hello. And uh, I'm sure the first thing on his mind is how big a production is this when you were there for that one day? Uh, in terms of what scale or... Um, yes. Um, uh, well, I mean, it's a low-budget comedy. I mean, so I'm not sure how to... Uh, I mean, there... I mean, it was taking over a whole street. There was lots of cameras going on, lots of... I'm not sure what you mean by how big a production. Well, just in terms of, I mean, uh, for those listeners who may not be familiar with um, how TV show sets run. I mean, was this kind of on average in terms of the crew members? How many crew members were there? Let's say, like, I mean, 20, 30, 100, um, you know, who was it Was it on schedule? Um, you know, what kind of a production was it? Well, I mean, it seemed like it's, I mean, I, mean, I don't know how many people were there, I mean, in terms of how many numbers were there, but I mean, I'd say it seemed like a very efficient shoot that day. I mean, they basically did their, I think there was maybe three cameras, I can't remember, but they're different angles, and they would basically go through the scene and then rehearse it and then do it and do it again. I mean, it seemed like a very typical, very, la- I mean, very casual, very laid back. I mean, everything was very relaxed and everyone seemed to be very sort of happy on the set. Um, I saw basically the scene that was outside so I didn't see anything being filmed in um, the house that Elijah is living in I mean I saw inside the house but I didn't see them actually shooting in there so basically I mean they were taking all day to shoot maybe about I think it was you know maybe three or four scenes because there's a it was basically uh, the scene outside and then Wilfred gets involved with this little kid that you know is a real nuisance and he kind of gets his comeuppance so I mean, I, I'm, I'm not sure how to sort of describe it in terms of um, the production sure. value. I mean, Jason said to me that the uh, he can't believe the change for him because this thing has been done so fast for him in Australia. They had, you know, they had to keep doing it. I think they only had one camera, so they had to keep doing different angles. So he sort of said that everything's working so efficiently on this. They also had the writers there, so there was like five or six writers around the table, and they were discussing ideas in the breaks with Jason and Elijah for upcoming shows. So they all seem to be there as well. So I don't know if that gives you any kind of sense. But the the other interesting thing is people were walking past, and I I think I mentioned in the LA Times story that um, two people were walking their dog past the set, and they stopped (laughs) and said, is this a Disney shoot? Because they saw (laughs) the guy in the dog uniform. And I'm going, no, it's not a Disney show. (laughs) No. I no, I, I would love to see uh, Miley Cyrus assaulted by a man, a large man in a dog suit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they had to stop every now and then because the planes were going overhead from, uh, I think, Santa Monica Airport. Yeah, so everyone was like, okay, we've got to stop now. <laughs> we've had to wait. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I think you answered that quite well. And let me ask you this. I mean, given that they were shooting uh, you know, various scenes from you know, different episodes, was there, 
you know, a lot of times for actors, it may be hard, you know, in terms of like keeping it all straight where at, at which point of your sort of seasonal arc you're at. You know, did you kind of see that? that um, were you able to talk with many of the actors um, in that regard or no? Well, I only actually spoke to Jason and Elijah that day. I didn't speak to any of the other actors on set. So mm-hmm. uh, we basically just we just spoke. But we were just talking about sort of the whole show. Um, but, I mean, you mean in terms of, like, whether they were... Yeah, I mean, um, I know, I mean, obviously it's, you know, if you shoot in order, it's, yeah. you kind of know where you're at emotionally with a character. And if you shoot, you know, especially for a TV series, if you shoot in various order... You know, sometimes it can be hard to kind of wrap your head around where you're supposed to be at emotionally. And so... Um, yeah, I... Yeah, no, well, I think for, you know, I think for Jason's character, he just feels that he knows this character so well. That and he's he been can, playing it, what did you say, since like 2001 he's been doing this character? Yeah, basically he's been in a dog since, since, since 2001. Yeah. So he, he, he is one day so like familiar that. with this character that, you know, um, he I, he just knows his character so well that I think it's just so easy for him to do it. I mean, a lot of people say, have said to him that, oh, I think it's just you in a dog suit. But he's, he's, he's a lot, shall I say, a little nicer and more polite and a lot gentler than the real <laughs> Wilfred. That's good to hear. Yes. And he's a cat person, which I always thought was really funny, too, because I said, you must have dogs. He said, no, I can't stand dogs. He said, they're too needy. He says, I've got two cats at home. Well, he plays a dog very well for someone who prefers cats. Exactly, that's what I thought. (laughs) Greg, do you have any uh, questions? Uh, What happened? (laughs) Greg actually missed the episode, unfortunately, so uh, that's why why he was late in coming, but... I did, I, I did want to pop by, say that I'm looking forward to coming back in the uh, next, you know, coming weeks. It's just unfortunate. Real world calls, not, you know, real world the show, but real world is, and I need to make money uh, calls and had to work some overtime. But uh, thank you so much for uh, coming on. Uh, I really appreciate it. No problem. Sure. And yeah. uh, any uh, any last or last stuff that you'd want to say that we may have missed on any of this? Uh well, I know David Zuckerman said that, you know, look for always clues about what is really going This is what he sort of told me. Look for clues of what's really going on. And he said there's going to be little Easter eggs in the shows as well. So that's, that's what he said. There's kind of like every show will have little things in it. So I guess, you know, I've probably seen this episode maybe four times now. And you do pick up more <laughs> the more times you see it. So I think that's what's great about the show. There is a lot of depth to it. So mm-hmm. uh, it's not just something you just watch and go, oh, great. I mean... Watch it again, you know, you'll, you'll even get more out of it. Mm-hmm. And I think as the show develops, and they said they've got uh, a killer uh, ending coming up, which, I mean, I think we've got 13 episodes to go, but uh, uh, they said, you know, you'll, you'll love the ending for what's coming up for the end of the first season. All right. Well, Catherine, we thank you very much, and uh, we hopefully we'll get you in studio for another show soon. We know sure. you were we wanted to get you in for the killing, but unfortunately it didn't quite work out given your schedule, but... You yeah, all the way most of that time, actually, I was in Australia. So, um, But, yeah, no, sure, I'd love to come back. We, we always love you, Catherine. You're always welcome oh. here at After Buzz. Great, thank you. And I'm glad to spread the word of Wilfred because I, it's it's, I think it's a very funny and great show. <laughs> we love it, too. Well, thank you for having us, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Great, thank you. All right. Bye-bye. All right, guys, so tonight's episode was uh, – I haven't been this excited for a show since the first time I saw Archer and had to wait six months to watch another episode. Yeah, I could see that. 
the anticipation was really high for me, which is why I'm so <laughs> mad that I missed it. Yeah, you had to be at work like uh, a douche. Work, 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 work. Well, that's uh, all I'll ever do. Well, unfortunately, we're going to have to give you some spoilers right now. All right. You're welcome to watch it after oh, here totally. at AfterBuzz Studios. But um, no, uh, Jack, why don't you give us a quick rundown? Oh, I'm drawing something to my iPad. I can't do that. All <laughs> oh, right. no. All right, so we'll... Uh, too busy being hip. Pills. So if in in kind of a one, two, three fashion, um, what was it? Elijah Wood's character, he's basically trying to commit suicide. Mm-hmm. So obviously it fails. Um, and I, I don't mean to cut you off, but the funny thing is I've read so much about Wilfred, and I've been, like, prepping so much, and I've been so eagerly anticipating this that I pretty much know every single beat of the first episode. Because <laughs> everyone, everyone just lets out a little, right? Where it's like, oh, well, he takes some pills, and he may or may not be hallucinating. And then it's just, like, the whole thing. Yeah, the, kinda... the entire first act has been laid out by the endless promos they've been running. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, you know, how else are you going to come? Yeah. But it was I'm, quite funny. That Super was, concept. That was what I wanted to stop by the studio for. Is I just wanted to hear and confirm that it was live good. on the air that it lived up to the hype. It, it did. did. It yeah. actually did. Okay. To be honest with you, I didn't like the promos. I, uh, For me, I was pulled into this show because Greg was not here. But uh, <laughs> so for me, I was very hesitant of what this would be given the promos. But you know what? I got to say, now that I've seen one episode, I am converted. Wow. Phil's on board. Phil is hard to please. (laughs) Phil and I don't always see eye to eye on certain items. It's because you call him a rapist on air. I never said that on air. Never. (laughs) Well, I can't say... Oh, sorry. Well, I can't say... um, I I watched the first episode of the Australian version, and that one was extremely deadpan, so I wasn't really expecting to be laughing that much like I did tonight watching the American version. It's very, very yeah. laugh It's, out it's loud very funny. clever. It's very tightly edited, which is what the problem I had of watching tonight's episode of Louie. We watched that as well. But, uh, no, Wilfred's very well edited. The jokes come very fast, very organically. It's and I think uh, Elijah Wood is the perfect character for the... Or perfect he actor is. for that character. He's absolutely fantastic. And yeah. it didn't spin too far into, uh, you know... No. Dark, creepy territory. I mean, it's it's about a man trying to kill himself. But he's killing himself in the most hilarious, hilarious way possible. Again, yeah. he goes to Wikipedia to look up drug overdosing to see if he's doing it right. And he's putting like in this in this little concoction he makes, he puts fiber powder. And I'm thinking, <laughs> like, like, why would really... you put fiber powder in something when you're gonna kill yourself? Yeah, he's, you taking, he's, taking, he's being nice to the Undertaker. Okay, yeah. All right. he's thinking ahead. Yeah, That's really nice rude to the crime scene investigator. <laughs> I mean, he reprints his uh, suicide note like, uh, what was it, the fourth time, I believe? Yeah, I did catch that in the promos where it's suicide, draft one, draft two, yeah, draft yeah. three. Exactly. So, yeah. So, That's good. good. So, I'm glad, so what I'm getting is that not as dry as we might have been led to believe right. and not too, like, dark and just no better way to describe it just like really dark 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 no it's not okay. it's not in that regard no did okay. i completely miss why he was he wanted to kill himself he was well i mean they, they hinted they hinted at it it's okay. like he was a lawyer and he's always hated what he's done and his dad told him what to do but he's not doing it anymore and what is it? <laughs> sorry glee's on in the background and there was a crippled kid throwing money at a stripper which is what <laughs> i assume glee, Morris. I, I assume that's what glee is every week we we all hope just yeah. already making it rain. If it was, I'd be watching a lot more Glee. Yeah, if it was, most of America would be watching Glee. All right, so back to this show. So, yeah, he's trying to kill himself. Uh-huh. And then, so, yeah, first meets the neighbor as a wave through the window. 
An awkward. An uh, super awkward, awkward wave. wave. Yes. Yes. And uh, I love his comment. Better get it. What was he? It's something about oh. his smell, right? Because he was. Yeah, I, I hope the smell doesn't oh. drift to your house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I hope they carry me out before it drifts to your house. Something yeah. like that. But yeah, so uh, that she comes over the next day, and there's Wilfred. Here's my notes. You have, like, less than a full <laughs> sentence on that page. There's maybe 20 words on Phil's notes. He was writing it's in like, the dark. reminder, <laughs> take notes. <laughs> By the way, I feel mine are better than Siobhan. Siobhan is, this is her first after Buzz TV show. She wrote down Jack's name. I mean, come on, I feel my notes are better than Buzz. I'm so, really bad with names, sorry. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just writing dicks in my, <laughs> my application. You're very talented, I must say. Oh, thanks, Quite I'm doing accurate. a lot. Oh, by the way, we have to kind of speak to this uh, this quote. Um, Sanity plus happiness equals impossible. It was I'm, I'm paraphrasing, of course. Um, a Mark Twain quote. Ironically enough, uh, I really liked Elijah Wood in, in Huck Finn, a Mark Twain story. I, Getting back to his I roots, liked him perhaps? a lot more in both Back to the Future 2, where he's the kid making fun of Michael J. Fox in the arcade, and of course the 1994 classic North, North. and of course The Good North. Son with Macaulay Culkin. The Good, wait, who? The Good what? Son. Yeah. The Good Son. It's basically the same concept that has been redone every year, you know. Every what? The bat, no, not every year. Yeah, it's Macaulay Culkin uh, plays seed. a kid who. Tries to have sex with his dad, and then turns out that he's really a uh, Ukrainian orphan. The orphan. And then... Something wait, wrong. are you talking about yeah. North, or are you talking about The Good Son? The Good Son. I was actually I describing think, the plot to Orphan, but no, it's the yeah. same goddamn movie. There's something wrong with that stuff. As, yeah. Something right. very wrong. Uh, oh, I thought you were not... messing with my head. <laughs> that I was like, oh, my father and the Ukrainian. Or maybe you are. I don't know. I'm tired. Oh, my God. <laughs> Well, anyway, so then the next day he is not dead. He, I, I love the way he discovers that it's the morning, where he gets. Uh, so, Greg, what happens is he's uh, he's looking into the mirror, and then okay. he hears the doorbell. He pulls open the shade, and it's light outside. And he's like, "Oh fuck!" Hmm. And uh, therefore, he opens the door. Obviously, it's the hot girl from before. She tells him it's his neighbor. And uh, she tells him, "Look, she he looks like crap." Mm-hmm. That's what he does, you know. I mean, he tried to overdose, but right. It was a really good makeup job, by the way. Very good makeup job. He looked really hollow in he all looked, the previews. Yeah, he looked yeah. Wrecked. like deathly. Yes, and that's when he meets Wilfred, hmm. who's standing in the background, looking very sinister. Like what? Yeah. What of it? Uh-huh. I'm Wilfred. <laughs> He's like, I like that. He at no point does he attempt to make sense of the fact in front of her that. There's a human in a dog suit standing there. Of course. Uh, and I he love... never acknowledged it. He's never even just like, oh, you're punking me. Am no. I being punked? Where's Ashton Kutcher? Nope. <laughs> no. It's nothing like that. And in fact, I love uh, the sort of mistake he makes. And, and we've all sort of made this mistakes where, you know, she says, I apologize for my uh, for my dog yelling yesterday. And he goes, ah, oh, he was just saying everything, you know, what all of us wanted to say. <laughs> Mind you, Greg, he was saying a lot of bad crap to her in fact yelling <laughs> so yeah and also um so he he decides to take in the dog for the day despite the fact that it is his first day on a new job yeah basically he's trying to please her as always you know mm-hmm. like you greg you're always trying to please the girl that's, that's right that's that's right internet <laughs> 
And any ladies listening. Greg aims to please. That's right. I've, I've heard him practicing. That's right. Internet. A good four or five times a day yeah. in the past year and a half. I, every day he hears me through the walls and I'm saying, how's your day? Who do you not like at your work? That's what I'm doing. It's true. Yes. Greg, Greg is a lady killer. Practicing listening. By the way, Greg and uh, Greg and Jack are roommates. Yes, and uh, yeah, Greg, you're a hopeless romantic <laughs> in a world full of hoes. That's what you are, my friend. And you, sir, are a gentleman and a scholar. Were we talking about a goddamn show at one point? Yeah. <laughs> we were. Um, well, you know, just like uh, so, Wilfred pretty much gets him off topic and gets uh, Elijah Wood's character to smoke a bong. Because that, yeah. I thought. Out of a Gatorade bottle, yeah, I think. a big old Gatorade bomb. <laughs> I thought, that first off. not I, safe. <laughs> I thought for, uh, when, because Wilfred says, obviously, I need water. So I thought he was going to complain for the fact that he gets in a cup instead of, like, an actual bowl. Um, like a dog, you know, you give yeah. dogs, like, a water bowl. And then, nope, it wasn't even going there. It was for the fact that he <laughs> needed water for his bong. Exactly. Okay. No, they uh, they really played with expectations. It was pretty great. They really did. See, that's what I'm wondering, and I've wondered since the beginning, is, of course, they have all these great bits where it's like, oh, he's a dog, really, but in a man suit. And, but, like, how many sort of dog conventions can you play with they, over? They do a yeah. lot of dog conventions, but it's really clever. We were saying earlier, they, uh, they point out that Wilfred can smoke out of a bong and roll his own joints and grab weed. But he can't open a latch on a garden fence. Now he may have been playing to that. Who knows? Exactly. Because obviously his goal was to get into that house so that he can uh, steal the weed. Mm-hmm. Wilford stealing weed. Yep. <laughs> He's he a bad. Dog. I should have really should have watched, watched the episode instead of working. <laughs> out out there. One I'm of my favorite jerk. parts was the uh, the part when they were in Venice and. Uh, the pretty hot waitress comes up and yeah. he starts just nuzzling in her, in her breasts and you know just and all it, up in the tits yeah and it's, it got ooh. me thinking I'm like you know that's happened to me a couple of times with dogs and you know uh, I think say with guys in Venice <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah I'm serving a guy I'm serving a guy some, uh, some chipotle barbecue wings and next thing you know his head's ooh. in the middle of my tits yeah. and he's just going at it yeah. and yeah. I don't mind but when he starts humping me I get a little mad yeah, yeah it gets a little messy but um, you know I, I thought it's, it was just interesting because, you know, that does happen. And you you got to think about it from a different perspective of, like, you know, maybe that is kind of a really dirty thing that's going on in that dog's head. Yeah. Maybe. I've, maybe. I mean, I've seen dogs go right for the crotch. Right. Like, right for full-on burying the face oh my God. Uh, in we were, the crotch. We, uh, were ha- we were at my friend's house a couple weeks back. She's got a brand-new puppy. And uh, my lady friend had just finished something that happens every month. And I swear to God, that dog was like a blood-seeking missile. He just went straight for the crotch, and he wouldn't stop. Just, like, jumped. Like, full, like, I I was there as well. Yeah. Just right into her crotch. Were you jealous? I'm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna touch this one. By the way, because this, this isn't an explicit podcast, is it? Question. Uh, uh, no, not quite. But uh, does your girlfriend ever listen to you on these podcasts? I hope not. I really hope not, because she would dump me in a goddamn second. Oh my goodness. Yeah, she would. So, uh, Nikki, if you're listening, we love Why you. Why did you say her name? Oh! <laughs> he just said my lady friend. Well, whatever. No one knows. Okay, I didn't say her last name. Hell, you jerk. <laughs> 
All right, you know what? By the way, John Barrett, who is also not here, I can't. Um, I'm going to give you guys a sneak peek. Sneak oh peek. This is a guy who once sexted me in college. Uh, oh, he yes. didn't. Yeah, he did. You he like did. to imagine that he did. Nope, he drunkenly sexted me. Now, what you guys have to, as you kind of get to know all of us as hosts, you know, um, we we like to think we're funny, but we also do talk about the show. However, for those of you who have listened to Archer, for those of you who have listened to Beyond Scared Straight, for those of you who are now listening to John Benjamin Has a Van, John, you know, whatever, he's slightly pretentious. Okay. Slightly. Um, he's a bit angry at the world. A but bit. <laughs> a bit. Um, you are way downplaying his character. I am, but you know what? The truth will come out when we share the one story that I was never <laughs> supposed to share. <laughs> and Jack oh, already yes. knows it. Oh, it's and the, the world will soon find out. Uh-oh. So be prepared, John Barrett. Um, if you don't get here soon, because you're on, you're on the East Coast... But uh, I may share it when you're not here. But I definitely want to share it with you here so that you get a rebuttal. Oh, just tell it. No, nah. I can't tell it. Because, no, I need to build this. It needs to be built. Right. And and I guarantee you, if he's here, he will go, Phil, Phil, <laughs> Phil. We do not speak of that. <laughs> Phil, Phil. But we will. You know what? Let's save it for the last episode. It'll be our that Yes, that could fantastic. be fantastic. Cliffhanger. Anyway, so, uh, so yeah, I guess uh, John Connor reminds me of Elijah Wood's character. Where he's kind of depressed and sad. <laughs> it, it smells like it smells like a tuna salad sandwich full of assholes over here. Oh. I don't know why. Uh, so uh, I don't know how to respond to that. Uh, okay. It's graphic. <laughs> is, it, is, is, it, uh, is it me? I don't know. It could. It, it could be Greg. Wretched over it here. It could. I suppose. Um, all right. So Never moving seen. on, I guess. <laughs> um, Let's talk does, about. Well, why why does the attempt not work? What um, attempt? Because of sugar pills. The sugar, yeah, exactly. Sugar pills that his sister, right? That's his sister. Yeah, that's yes. his sister. Gave him. Why okay. would a loved one give you placebo? That's <laughs> because, what I Because she's not allowed to prescribe. Yeah, so she said she would help him and then didn't and then blamed him when he tried to kill himself. She's kind of, wow. a, she's kind of a dig. No wonder yeah. he's suicidal. Unsupportive yeah. family. Goodness me. She's <laughs> quite a bit. Greg, do you have some? I mean, this, we've seen to hit a topic for you. No? What? Unsupported family, family members? Suicide? <laughs> what? Yeah. your pick? Yeah, Greg. Um, no. Which of your family always... members doesn't want you to go into the entertainment industry? <laughs> no, I d- don't know where you're getting that, Phil. I have a very supportive family. No, right. After they hear this series of podcasts, maybe not so much. <laughs> Gail is a saint. Yes. All right. Well, um, anyway, so the tennis ball... Lost in the yard, and I love how Wilfred had this kind of plan from the beginning. Yeah, his like bullshit story of I used to get kicked, and I need that ball. It's my one ball that I love. Yep, because I can chew it. And I love, I mean, the foresight that he knew that Elijah would would kind of hit the ball and it would land there. The, the second the second he started getting like sappy, I knew that there was going to be a reversal mm-hmm. real soon. Maybe that's you know because I'm a girl, but I was like, oh. Oh, little old lady gave you the ball. Oh, you gotta get that ball back. Girls always so trusting for men, even when they're in dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, and uh, of course we find. I love in that moment that Wilfred says, "Be a man." Shit in a shoe. <laughs> <laughs> Just the image of the guy in the dog suit squatting over that boot with the sound effects. <laughs> 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 
They went heavy on sound effects, huh? They, yep, they did. It's great. I thought it would have been more of an understated. That's what I get from the previews. Nope. No, it was it's, not it's very just... broad, but very fun. Hmm. And then, yeah, we get to the end of the episode. Wilfred every, had made everything okay. His life's turning a little bit better. And he leaves his wallet outside the pot grower's bedroom window. That yeah. they had broken into. That they had broken into. Yeah. Elijah Wood, I'm guessing not Wilfred's wallet, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. And uh, I mean, he was so happy. I mean, Greg, the, I, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna force you to watch this episode right after. But his Wait. face when he shit in though. that, um, in that boot, he was happy. He was so happy. Elijah Wood or Wilfred? It's kind of like what's that? Both. Both. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of when you, uh, you know, like uh, when you're a guy and uh, your girlfriend's on you for so long. And then you just kind of have a guy's night out and kind of give her the F you, you know? It kind of, it kind Again, of no, no, internet, I don't because I love my girlfriend. Yeah, internet, Greg doesn't do that. Greg is the ladies' man and is caring and sensitive. He also has a six and a half inch penis. That's too much. TMI? Uh, <laughs> I mean, in more ways than one. That's too much. <laughs> Jesse's losing his shit in yeah. the booth. Oh my God. Jesse can vouch for it. Well, for those of you who don't know, also, Greg, uh, from dating back to our Archer days, mm-hmm. um, Greg dated the internet. Yep. I don't know if Me that means he just beat off to the internet or, like, what that fully Again, means. really yep. graphic. Um, Look who you're with, Greg. Huh? Look at who you're with. I'm with wonderful, wonderful people. Yes. You're with one wonderful person and then me and Phil and Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, all right. Well, um, any last comments before we head to a commercial? I mean, I've been pretty much... No, Jesus Christ! That's, that's the internet. Holy crap. Yeah, that's... Uh, for that's those the internet you... after a happy date with Greg. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I hear the internet making that sound a whole lot. All right. So, anyone else got any last comments? I feel like we've covered everything. Nah, I got a commercial. All right. Yeah. Jesse, take us away. Want to find out what the after buzz is about? Janice is a drama queen. This is the divide that is going to carry the series. Give us a call. 424-256-1729. 424-256-1729. It's television, and they want it to be as dramatic as possible. I mean, it's Shakespearean. You never know what goes on behind closed doors. Find out why After Buzz TV is the number one source for after show content. Now, in the eyes of Jimmy... Nucky is a villain. 424-256-1729. 424-256-1729. I mean, who would you guys rather hear that from? Your husband or your best friend? The wig! The wig When the TV show is over, get your after buzz on. And All right, back. we are still trying to figure out what smells like tuna full of ass. Like a tuna what? fish salad sandwich full of oh. assholes. All right, and with you that, know, we're going to go to predictions. Could... Uh, oh, thank you for that. <laughs> thank you. It was the internet. <laughs> now, your After Buzz TV predictions. All right, so what are we seeing next week? I forget. I predict that the show will be hilarious. I believe it will be. Um... You know what? And I, I think this is, unlike the Australian show, I think this show is going to be much more about Elijah Wood and his dealing with this dog. Yeah, absolutely. I really, I'm really interested to see the uh, ratings numbers tomorrow, but I hope that FX really gives us a chance. I think they will. I mean, I think they've always given these sort of comedies that cost, you know. It costs the, nothing. Yeah, exactly. So so for that matter, it's 
it's worth it for them to keep it on. Plus, they have Elijah Wood, you know, exactly. and leading that's, it. That's, that's a big get. For yeah, them. they're they're going to keep it on for as long as they can. Yeah. Plus, like, uh, if you saw, if any of y'all read the L.A. Times article, you'd see the like crazy amount of guest stars they have coming in. Like, yeah. this is a comedically packed show. Yes. Greg, did you get a chance to read it? The article? Yeah. That was actually how I got a lot of the spoiler. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Fair enough. Really um, and what do you predict? I predict that next week I will have seen the episode <laughs> before episode. I come into the studio. Well, Excellent. Hopefully. All right. Well, we thank you. Yes, we thank you, listeners. Um for being with us. We will definitely be back next week. We will kind of change time so that we can accommodate Greg and his salad. Uh, wait, what? Tuna fish <laughs> salad. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. So the cleanup for that, the cleanup requirements. I, you are <laughs> stretching, sir. You are just so far out there in the Let, let's, let's just get this over All with. All right. Well, we'll be back next week. And, of course, if you have any questions, email us at info at afterbuzztv.com. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.